How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. We're going live. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, and yes, I was edging the algorithm a little bit. These days, it's a little bit challenging for me because I've got to I've got to get up on on the weeks that I have my son, and I got to run him up to school, run back down here, and try to kick off this live stream all all by eight a.m. my time, so ten a.m. Eastern time, and it's it doesn't always work out that good. Sometimes there's traffic. Sometimes other things come up. And uh, it's difficult because my daughter, she's off at college now. And, uh, you know, for the last couple of years, you know, she's she's got her driver's license and stuff. And so she would drive my son to school and it was awesome. I was living the living the my best life. <laughs> now she's uh, she's off at college. So I'm like, oh, crap, I got to I got to take this boy, got to take this boy to school. So like a peasant, I got to drive my son up to the up to the high school and run back here and so anyway, edging the algorithm a little bit. Oh, man. Hopefully this episode is better than Friday's episode last week, man. Like Friday's episode was, and you guys probably didn't notice, right? And sometimes I think us creators are our own worst critics. But man, Friday's episode was a, just an epic crap show for me. Uh, I, went, I went back and listened to it on the audio version and... You might not notice it on the YouTube version. If you're watching on YouTube, it probably didn't seem like that big of a deal. But if you're if you listen to it on audio, there's just so much dead air because I'm scrambling trying to to show you guys the things that I had all planned out, but my computer like rebooted the night before, and so I was like, ah, like you know, in at live, what are you gonna do? You just gotta make it work, right? So I'm just trying to make things work in the moment. It was it was a, it was a huge pain. And uh, so you can really hear that audio version. And I'm just like, oh, this is so bad. This is so bad. And then on top of that, since I got back from England last week, uh, man, I just felt like hot garbage, right? Like Nurse Chick and I are sort of joking about it. She's she's fine, but Nurse Chick and I are joking about it. Like I came back with the British Rona, right? It's like it's like Rona with crumpets, uh, except for it's not. I, I I took a home test. It wasn't Rona at all. But some kind of like head cold, and then went down to my chest. It just it just felt like crap, right? And if you go back and watch Rule Zero Saturday and watch the Dragon Ship Saturday, you could tell. I just I was it wasn't quite into it. You can like if I'm sitting like this in a podcast, right? It's because I want to stretch my legs out, and I'm like I'm just done. <laughs> anyway, so that was uh. You go back and watch the dragon ship. I was like, I was like, just barely hanging on there. Um, before we get too far into this, guys, be sure to here we go, like, subscribe, hit those notifications. If you guys are are watching live right now, please don't be strangers. Sound off in the comments. All right, your guys's interaction with these helps helps these goes go by much smoother. And then what I've been trying to do lately is spread out some of this housekeeping stuff, right? Yeah, there we go. A little more center there. That way, that way AI can can cut this better. Anyways, sound off in the comments. I've been trying to split up, uh, spread out these the the housekeeping a little bit more. Uh, I had a I have an upcoming guest on one of uh, Monday's episodes that's that's going to be coming up. His name is Colt. Uh, after the recording, he's like, "Hey, can I give you some constructive criticism?" And I was like, "Sure, man." He's like. Dude, the housekeeping takes like 20 effing minutes. Can, can you spread that out? So trying to do that. Trying to do that for you guys. All right. So let's talk about frame today, guys. Iron rule of Tomasi number one, you guys should be familiar with it by now, is frame is everything. Always be aware of the subconscious balance of whose frame in which you are operating. Always control the frame, but resist giving the impression that you are. Now, we hear that a lot, don't we? We hear that a lot in this space. He lost frame. I lost my frame. He's in her frame, right? What the hell does that even mean? 
I've done episodes on this, but it's been a while. So I figured why not talk about it today, right? Now, everything that I'm going to talk about today, uh, you could go really in depth in when you read this masterpiece. Okay. You read this masterpiece by a guy you may have heard of. He's, you know, pretty, pretty big deal in the space. Some might call him a heavyweight in the space. All right. His name is Ryan Stone. He's the world's best red pill coach. Okay. And um, please, please do tag him on Twitter and tell him that I said that he's the world's best red pill coach. Okay. He loves hearing it. He, lo he loves hearing it. Uh, so Ryan in his book there on frame, he describes frame as a tetrahedron tetrahedron. And I'm almost positive. He got that concept from this old, uh, married red pill subreddit piece by a guy going by the name of, uh, Strategos Autocrator. I don't know where people come up with some of these names, you know, like <laughs> what, what does that even mean? I don't know. Probably some video game reference or something. I don't know. Anyways, and, and, and just in saying that that Ryan got it from this post, it's not it's not crapping on Ryan at all, right? Like none of the stuff, none of the stuff that we talk about in this space is original. None of it. Like we all learn from others. Uh, I've learned a crap ton from Ryan. You know, if you go back, if you read uh, Rational Mail, I, re I read Rational Mail again uh, for the second time, like a couple of weeks ago. Like Rollo quotes all sorts of people, you know. Like, not everything, not everything's original in the space. You know what I mean? Anyways, Ryan, especially, I like plugging his book because I love that effing Canuck. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a, he's a good dude. All right, guys, uh, be sure to uh, follow me on social media too. The links are in the description for that. And then please support the show by sending super chats, guys. Uh, so far, I haven't opened my big sailor mouth within the first eight minutes, so I think we're safe. But just in case, send a super chat. You can send one for as little as a dollar. All right. So let me paste a link to this article in the in the uh, chat, guys. And let's see what the chat's going up. Hey, James says, what's up, Paul? Hey, what's up, James? Good morning. Good morning. Oh, I like this attitude this morning, Phil. Phil says, hoorah. Normally, he's just like, okay. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Phil. All right. So here's the article. I'm going to paste the link to it here in the uh, in the live chat. If you guys are ever watching this, uh, or I'm sorry, listening to this on uh, like your audio platform, you're listening to the replay, and I and I say I'm posting this link in the live chat. Come on over to YouTube maybe later in the day and actually look in the live. Uh, sometimes I think you have to wait 24 hours, but you look in the live, you can see the link. It's also down in the description as well. I'm trying to multitask, take my, my, my vitamins at the same time. So, so Ryan, his book describes frame as a tetrahedron. And in this post on, uh, on the old married uh, subreddit, the, the article's called uh, the elements of frame zero introduction. Right. And so, he goes through a bunch of stuff here and Strategos says that frame is a tetrahedron. So let me see here, make sure. Yeah. So if you like, think of it like a tripod instead, right? You're like, what's a tetrahedron, right? Think of it as a tripod. Okay. Tripod, same thing. Three points where the points touch the ground are the intellectual, the emotional and the physical basis of frame. Each must be strongly grounded for the frame to be balanced, strong, and stable. If one isn't good, the frame collapses to that side, and then he defines the rest as such. So let me uh, let me make sure that let's see here. Yeah, here we go. I got I got notes here. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm following my notes. So if you guys saw the thumbnail. Here we go. Let's bring it like this. This is what was on the thumbnail. I, I found a, a, a tetrahedron, found a tetrahedron on, on Google Images, and I added these for, for visual reference, right? But you got at the bottom there, you have uh, intellectual, emotional, physical. Those form the bottom, and then those the top, the top point is your vision. Got it? Got it. Yes, liking the video is, in fact, alpha, guys. 
if you didn't know. So give it a like. Okay, so this is the thumbnail. You guys, this is what a tetrahedron is, basically a pyramid, right? Pyramid, think of it like a tripod, okay? You guys got that? Sweet. Stop sharing. Okay. Now, let's see, what, what do we got here? We got the thumbnail, post the link in the chat, bring up the image. Oh, oh now we've got to do this. Guys, oh, you did that already. Guys, get on the email list list.comeonmanpod.com. I'll send you some free stickers. You also get a PDF with 20 dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words. All right. Now, the first one, first one here, we're going to talk about the intellectual pillar. That's what Ryan refers to these as pillars, right? So each one is a pillar. So we're going to talk about the intellectual one first, right? So he says here, it is having the knowledge the know-how, and the logical means to get what you want. An example of this is simply the logical understanding of the women's cycle, being aware of it, and understanding how that affects your sex life. There are a lot of other examples, and I will discuss them in a future post, but they all make sense in the logical part of your brain. And then he talks about how uh, the subreddit, the guides, the books, and the sidebar, they're simply resources to help you make the this basis uh, strong. Nothing more, nothing less. So basically learning game, <laughs> right? Having a good understanding of what women actually respond to is a part of your the in intellectual pillar of, uh, of understanding uh, of understanding yourself, right? Understanding yourself, mm -hmm. understanding uh, your, the worldview around you, knowing uh, that's, that's where like sort of uh, amused mastery comes from, right? You, you've ever heard of uh, amused mastery? It's like the idea that you've seen it all before. So you're sort of like not phased by it, right? Like if a chick, you know, has a has a has a meltdown in front of you, you you don't you don't have to react to it uh, emotionally, which we'll get to the emotional pillar here in a minute. You don't have to react to it emotionally anymore because it's expected, right? You you now have an, an intellectual, rational um, idea of of what to do instead of just reacting on instinct. You know what I mean? So that that understanding that stuff is a part of your frame is, is having that intellectual knowledge of that, of that sort of thing, right? Understanding that. So reading these books, listening to these podcasts, that all helps you with the, the intellectual pillar. And then the next one is emotional. And I think this one's probably the hardest one for most people. Not, not just, you know, a lot of guys, like we like to think that we're these like rational beings and that we're always, you know, we're always we're always thinking before we're acting, and that's such nonsense. You can see it in the comments on like on social media, on these videos. Do most guys, most people in general, not you know, not just women, I mean, just react out of emotion, pure emotion. They see something, they get triggered by it, they have to respond, and they don't even realize that they're doing it out of emotion as opposed to like really thinking about it, right? Right. So the emotional one, I think, is probably the, the hardest one for, for guys to, to get a grasp on, right? Because they don't even realize they're doing it. It's like instinct almost, you know? But the emotional pillar, it's the understanding, it's understanding your emotions such that you can use them to get what you want. Notice how the logical one was also logical means to get what you want, right? There's a theme here. So the emotional one is... Uh, understanding your emotions to get what you want, right? An example of a strong emotional basis is not acting butthurt during a shit test. Having a strong emotional basis means that you understand and accept your emotions and know how to properly display them to get what you want. Your own inner work to really understand and accept your emotion is the source of having a strong basis. Emotions are the way women understand their relationship to you. They don't see you. They only see how you make them feel. This is a very powerful component in your marriage. Uh, that's what he put in your marriage. Uh, but also just in, in relationships in general, right? Understanding that it's all about how you make her feel in the moment. In the moment, because feelings are fleeting, right? They change. They come and go. So you always have to be conscious of how you're making her feel in that moment, all right? And you can do everything right right you could do everything right and then as soon as she doesn't feel right in that moment all everything that you did in the past doesn't matter anymore 
women sort of have this, what have you done for me lately attitude? And that's a lot, lot because they're driven more by their emotions, right? So if you have this, this understanding, that's more of the intellectual basis, having that logical understanding of, of that. Uh, but then you also can, can take a step back and um, realize that you also can control your emotions, right? And I, and I put out a tweet yesterday. <clears throat> Controlling your emotions is not the same as suppressing your emotions, right? And because and, uh, a lot of people get that confused. And whenever I make TikToks about mastering and controlling your emotions, man, people are like, oh, you shouldn't control them. You should let it flow, flow freely. And because that's how guys are like offing themselves. Like, no, guys are offing themselves because they're being controlled by their emotions. <laughs> it's quite the opposite, right? They haven't mastered their emotions. They're letting their emotions get the best of them. And then they're acting on it. You know what I mean? But think about it for a minute. All right. And they're like, oh, you know, you're telling guys not like not to talk about their feelings. No, 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 no. no. I, I like I will never say that. Right? There's a time and a place. Okay, doing it like crying in front of your girl is not the place, and you have control over that. You can control when and where you express your emotions. Right? You don't have to do it right there. You know what I mean? You could say, Hey, you know what? I got to go to the, I got to go to the supermarket real quick. I'll be right back. And then go cry in your car or something. Right. You can, um, you can, you could join the beer club, which, uh, we'll talk about later, but you can join the beer club, right? It's a good group of dudes. I wouldn't recommend, uh, necessarily crying to the group, but you can actually bring your troubles to the group and talk through it there. And we will come up with solutions there. Right. No one's done that yet though. Everyone's just having a good time at the beer club. Everyone's just having a shared funny memes or whatever. It's great. Um, but it's a, it's an outlet for that. Right. And we meet up, we meet up once a month and you know, you could talk to the boys about that stuff. The boys is a great outlet for that sort of thing. Your girl is not, you know what I mean? But you can have, you have control over that. You know, and someone asked me on social media this morning, I think it was star. She's like, how do we begin to learn to master our emotions? I was like, well, the, the key thing is awareness being aware of how you're feeling. And then instead of just acting on it, just take a step back for a minute and think about it. Like, why am I feeling this way? Right? Because once you become aware, it's almost like a third party looking at your inner thoughts. It's almost like God mode at that point. And then you can analyze like, why am I feeling that way? Where's this coming from? And then once you have that awareness and you're trying to figure out where, where that's coming from, you can also actively not just react on instinct. Just be like, mm, I shouldn't send this email. <laughs> I shouldn't send this email, right? So that's that's it's an important thing. A lot of people just just don't they just don't have that. You know what I mean? They just they do just purely act on on emotion. They don't even think about it. Hey, community channel. Hello from the UK. Hey, I was just there. I was just there like last week. What's going on? This is uh, like late in the afternoon for you. It's like, uh, what, 4 p.m. or 3 three or 4 p.m. there? All right, where are we at here? Um, so we talked about intellectual basis, emotional basis. Beer club, I already mentioned a little bit, but join the beer club, guys. It's only 10 bucks a month. It's a good outlet for your emotions. And uh, the next meetup is next week on Thursday on the 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Speaking of the UK, uh, we do have a member in the UK. Um, and he, he's like, when's the meetup? It's like, well, it's like midnight. It's like midnight UK time. So, uh, one of these days, if we start getting more members from, you know, from, uh, from other countries, from Europe and stuff like that, we'll have to have like a, we'll have to have a separate European beer club meetup. So we'll have to work that out right now. We only have one, one guy from the UK in there right now. So it doesn't make sense to do that, but we start getting more people from the UK and we'll, it will have to do that. Right. Gotta help, go have some points. Go have some points with you cunts. <laughs> All right. It's past the eight-minute mark. I can say that. All right, guys. Join the beer club. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. 
Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. Um, okay, so then the, the next pillar then is the physical pillar, right? Now, this is having the physical tools to get what you want, all right? The quintessential example is lifting heavy weights. There's a lot, a lot said already about lifting, but this guy's definition goes beyond this. Other areas of the basis include posture, voice, grooming, diet, and your own sexuality, all which affect the way your wife or girlfriend sees you. Um, this area is underscored for beginners because the easiest one to improve in a systematic way is hard to measure how you're improving on your emotional or intellectual basis, but it is very easy to know you are lifting more, right? Or if your posture is better, you can just see it in the mirror. So if you don't know what to do, instead of crossing your arms, feeling helpless, work on this area. This is, this is a, a big deal, right? This is like one of the, the, the number one key things that guys have absolute control over and they just don't do it. Right. And I, I, I don't like just saying, oh, lift heavy, which is, uh, this is kind of what Ryan, Ryan says in this book too, right? Like you got to lift weights. I say do any kind of physical activity, right. That, that will keep you active and healthy and not a, be a fat bastard. Okay. But find something that you enjoy doing. Cause not a lot of people like lifting heavy. You know what I mean? If, if you, prefer calisthenics do calisthenics right all you really need are push-ups pull-ups sit-ups and uh running or squats those are the only four exercises you actually really need i will die on that hill right and and i do recommend at least if you're just all doing uh, cardio all the time like maybe you like uh, uh mountain biking or something like that if you're just doing cardio you'll end up being skinny fat which isn't that aesthetically pleasing. So at least add calisthenics in there, right? At least add push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, and, and, and some squats maybe, okay? Because you don't want to be skinny fat. You want to have a little bit of tone and definition. You know what I mean? But just lifting heavy is not everybody's bag, you know? Um, it's, it's just not. But you guys absolutely have 100% control over it. All these guys... All these guys worry about, oh, you have to have six pack abs. You got to have, you got to be six feet tall. You got to make six figures. Okay. You, you, the six packs abs is, is nonsense. You don't have to have six pack abs. You just have to be better looking than the next guy. Okay. But you can't control your height. You might have a little bit of control over your income. It just depends on your skill level and um, your business savvy, maybe. But you do have control over the six pack abs part, which is really your physical fitness. Right, you have 100% control over that. If you are fat and out of shape, and you're complaining that oh, only Giga Chads are getting you know getting pooned on dating apps and stuff like that, it's like no, they're that's not true. It's not only Giga Chads, but if you think about it, if you're just not a fat piece of shit, you're already in the top 25% of dudes, right? So go to the gym. You have 100% control over that. Stop complaining, right? <laughs> It's, it's sad, right? So that's like physical, the physical pillar is probably the easiest one to work on. Um, Ryan goes more in depth in the book on that. He talks about grooming. He talks about like what clothes to wear. That son of a bitch says not to wear graphic tees. Can you believe that guy? Can you believe that guy? Says not to wear graphic tees. F you, Ryan. Actually, if you, if you keep reading Ryan's book though, right? Because this is part of frame, right? he goes through the book and basically is like, if all this stuff, other stuff is working for you, like disregard what he's saying. It doesn't matter what he thinks. Right. Because, because that's Ryan's frame, right? Wear t-shirts. That's my frame. I'm not going to, I'm not going to change my t-shirts for Ryan. I'm not going to enter his frame because he's a Canuck. Okay. That's why we don't do that. Anyway, no, I'm just joking. But seriously, it's, it, you got to look at it from your point of view, right? It, this is this is all about you. Frame is all about you. Okay. All right. Where are we at? Where are we at here on the on the list here? This is probably going to be a short episode. Uh, we talked about the physical basis. Uh, uh, yeah. Speaking of physical basis, I've got a guy that I'm coaching right now. Coaching is available at gumroad.com. 
one of the things that he wants to start doing is he wants he wants to drop a little more than 10 pounds, right? Not that much, not that much, easy to do. And we had our, we had a client call last night. And so we're coming up with a, we came up with a plan for that. So, uh, so he's got a, he's got a diet plan, right? Very simple, easy to follow one. He's using a, a, a calorie counting app. And last night he said a screenshot to me of, of what the, the daily calorie goals are. I set calendar reminders every three days to reach out to him being like, Hey, what's your calorie count for the day? Right. Just to, to hold him accountable. Every Friday, we're going to do a weigh-in. So I've got a calendar reminder every Friday to say, Hey, what, what did you weigh in today? Right. So we can track that progress. Um, I'm helping him with that. I'm not like a, you know, I'm not like a physical, you know, trainer. I'm not a, like a dietitian, but I've lost weight. I've, I've done it before. I've lost, uh, I, I was, I was heavy, man. I think at my heaviest, I was like 230 pounds. I'm only five, nine, 230 pounds. If you, if you look it up on the BMI, like I was a fat bastard. I've showed before pictures online, right? Like I, I was really unhealthy. This was, it probably contributed to the end of my marriage. But, uh, after I got divorced, uh, you know, maybe, a maybe a year and a half or so after that, um, after that was finalized, I decided to take my life back, you know, actually see, it was almost a, a one year after I took my life. Cause it was more of like a new year's resolution. I was just like tired of looking myself in the mirror going, God, you're a fat bastard, dude. Like, what are you, you, you can't be like this. Right. <clears throat> I decided to start uh, taking my life back. And the, and the way I did it was I counted calories. I used, uh, I used a couple of apps. I counted calories and, um, I started exercising more. I started running more. I started, um, started doing more, you know, calisthenics and stuff like that. Ended up losing like 50 pounds. So I know how to lose weight so I can, I can, I can help with that. Right. And so that's what we're doing. That's our, that's our goal now. And, um, and he, we're going to try to, I think he's, he's at, uh, ooh, I think he's 14 pounds over his goal weight. So we're going to get him back down to that. So helping him with that. That kind of stuff's available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. I have two tiers available for that. And then um, also you might notice there occasionally I post on social media uh, videos where people just DM me questions and I'll say, well, hey, I'll, I'm happy to answer that in a video if you want to sponsor it. People are more than happy to do it. So um, you can find that at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. If you just have a question you want me to answer, you can do that there too. Um, that's available. So we talked about the three the three pillars here. Let me, uh, let me share this one more time here. We have, it's tetrahedron, right? It's a, it's a pyramid. So we talked about the base here, the, the bottom three, intellectual, physical, and emotional. That's your base. That all goes up to your vision. Cause you notice how every one of these was the intellectual um, fortitude, the emotional ability, and like the physical ability to get what you want out of life. That's where your vision comes in, right? That's where your vision comes in. So my man in the article, where are we at here? This tab here. My man in the article says that um, now you have to work on all three areas in your self-improvement, right? Depending on your specific needs, you might need even more work in one area than the other. But if you ignore one, your frame will weaken and will topple, right? You got to have the strong, the strong legs on the, uh, on the tripod or the tripod's going to fall over, right? You're going to lose frame. You're going to lose frame, right? Oh, I lost my frame. Yeah. You got to work on these areas, right? Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. The this subreddit can only help you with the intellectual basis. Yeah. So this podcast can only help you with the intellectual basis. The rest of the work you must do on your own, not here. This is why this path, uh, this is a path for yourself, by yourself. You won't have frame only from reading here. Even if you hire me as a coach, right? Even if you hire someone else as a coach, you still have to do the work. The coach isn't going to do it for you, right? It's still a journey of, of self-discovery on your on your own. Like you have to do it. No one else could do it for you. You have to do it, right? We can sort of like lead you in the right direction, but even hiring a coach is is more about it's more about uh, the intellectual, right? Telling you the steps, right? The shortcuts, like what what I've figured out along the way, right? So the intellectual part, and then and then the emotional part of holding you accountable, because 
if you know, like I'm going to be pinging you saying, Hey, what's your, uh, what's your calorie intake for the day? You're going to be more aware of it. And you're going to not want, you're going to have that anxiety of letting me down. If you, right. Uh, 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 if you, uh, you know, eat, eat too many donuts that day, you'll be like, Oh crap, I'm going to, I'm going to get an earful and you're not going to want to do it. That's, that's an emotional, uh, fear of being held accountable. And so you're going to stay on track, right? That's still, <laughs> that's still on you though. That's still on you. Um, all right. So the vision, the vision, it is the strength to see everything in your world and your interactions with it clearly. From this, you can clearly, uh, you can see clearly what is that, that, what is it that you want in your life? You have the clarity to work hard on what you control and you plot a path to obtain your goals regardless of what you don't control. This is huge, right? A lot of guys worry about stuff they can't control, right? Hair loss, for example. I'm looking like a hippie now. I got to I got to I got to shave again here, but hair loss, you can't control that. What do, what can you control? what you do about it, right? I decided to shave my head, right? Control the controllable, right? Can't control how how tall you are, right? Oh, I'm not six feet tall. I might as well just give up. No, 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 right? You, you can control how fit you are. So get jacked, right? Now, if you're, if you're losing your hair and you're, you're shorter than six feet tall, the answer is still to get jacked. Okay. Like you have control over that. You know what I mean? The world is world's not ending. The world's not ending. Okay. Control the controllable and don't worry about what you can't control. Okay. That once you realize like that, that is like, that's powerful. That's powerful. When you're like, that's out of my hands. I have no control over that. And then you let it go. Stop worrying about that kind of stuff. Dude's, that helps with your emotional pillar, right? Because you don't have all that anxiety worrying about stuff you can't do anything about. All right. Uh, from your vision, you can be economical with your resources and you don't get dragged into crap that doesn't add to your vision. And if someone tries to fuck with you, you can clearly see how it doesn't add value and you just ignore the shit and move on, right? Concepts that are part of this vision are outcome independence, leadership, and clear goals of self-improvement. Outcome independence, right? I, I talk about that a lot, right? Letting go of attachment to outcome. Attachment to outcome. I was explaining this to, uh, to, to one of my other clients uh, the other night. Man, like this whole week is like booked up with client calls. And uh, I was telling him, because he was, he was getting ready to go to, a, to some kind of competition. and. I, I was trying to tell him like, cause he was like, you know, if I, he's like, if I, if I win this competition, if, and I was like, no, no, when you, when you win this competition, like imagine that you've already won it. And he's like, you know, but what if I don't? And I was like, well, then you don't. Right. But I was like, but you got to go into it with the mentality of like, I've already, I've already done this. I've already, I've already won. And that, and then when it doesn't happen, like instead of being completely deflated, you really need to have that, that outcome independence of, Ah, eh, well, I'll get them next time, right? Is it's so hard to it's it's all it's very counterintuitive. It's very counterintuitive. Same thing with dating. You can intentionally date. Let's say you want a girlfriend. You want a steady girlfriend. I think most guys do. But go into every date not expecting this girl to be the one, right? Not not expecting every girl to be a good candidate. Just go in there. Just I'm going to go out and have fun tonight and see what happens right? You can still date intentionally, test for interest, test for a woman's ability to follow your lead. And if they don't have interest, great. If they do, great. If they will follow your lead, awesome. If they don't, perfect. It told you everything you needed to know, right? Like it just have that attitude, like, okay, whatever. I'm just, I'm going to keep spinning plates until <clears throat> I find a girl that checks all these boxes. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about is boxes, go back and watch my stream on why it's important to have a list when you're dating, right? A list of wants and don't wants and qualities of a woman. So that way you're not trying to fit each girl into your boxes. 
you're testing to see if they already fit in these boxes, right? You know what I mean? Like you're not forcing something to happen. Okay. That's how you date intentionally and then let go of attachment to outcome. Cause you just are like, well, this is chicken. In it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Told me everything I needed to know. Right. That's how you, 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 you still do that intentionally without having outcome independence. Right. Uh, the leadership and clear goals of self-improvement leadership's important, right? Like we got to learn how to set the tone and lead in our relationships and lead all areas of our life, man. A great book on leadership is, um, oh, what is it? Extreme ownership. Extreme ownership is one. These are both by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin, uh, but extreme ownership and the dichotomy of leadership. And I think it's in the dichotomy of leadership that uh, they talk about leading up and down the chain of command, right? So if you're at work, being able to lead the interaction with your with your bosses and stuff like that is is kind of a superpower. You know what I mean? And it's 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 not hard to do that, right? You still are 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 doing your duties and and doing what you're you're assigned to do. But you're also taking uh, accountability and a leadership role in helping with some of those decisions. You know what I mean? And it once you learn those types of skills, like the leadership skills, it helps all, in all areas of your life, right? Not just like not just in your work life, learning leadership, not just your work life, but it will absolutely help you in your your love life too. Because women do want a man that sets the tone and takes the lead in a relationship. Most guys, most guys don't do that. Most guys uh, defer to their girl's leadership and uh, put her on a pedestal. They don't. They want to make her happy, and that is just a recipe for disaster, right? Uh, he says here, when you have a strong vision of what you want in your relationship, you become an oak, and that makes your wife trust you. And look for safety and strengthen you. Your vision also allows you uh, allows you to self reflect on the basis, and helps you tweak things to always make it stronger. So, this is important too. I, I talk about this. I have a stream on uh, being lovingly detached. What it means to be lovingly detached. This this vision and having a good frame, right? So all all the other three pillars: your intellectual, emotional, and physical basis. Having being able to master those allows you to lovingly detach from the relationship. And that that means like you can still you still love your girl, right? But you don't get so lost in your emotions in that that the romantic ideal of the relationship that you can take a step back and analyze things, keep an eye on her attraction level. And so you can adjust accordingly, right? It allows you to be a better leader in the relationship. Right. Because one of the things that talks about the emotional relationship is realizing that uh, your girl, it, it, uh, your relationship to her is all about how you make her feel in the moment. So being able to step back and lovingly detach enough to, to watch how, you, how she is reacting to you knows how it allows you to, to make better judgments on how to move forward in the relationship, which will keep things going long term. Right. Most guys aren't doing this. Right. They're just, they, they, they they want to relax in the relationship and sit back and then they get complacent, fat, lazy, they stop dating their girl and then they then they wonder why they're getting a divorce, right? They wonder why she's cheating on them and stuff. It's like because the work never stops. <laughs> the work never stops. The work never stops. All right. So you really what it comes down to with 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 uh, all of this, right? Especially the visual basis though, is you got to figure out what do you want? What do you want? Part of like the, the relationship thing, going back to what I was saying about the list, making your list of wants and don't wants in a relationship. A lot of guys don't do that either, right? They just take whatever they can get. They take whatever they can get. And when you master this stuff, if you realize, you know, you have hundred percent control over what you'll tolerate and what, what you'll keep in your life, right? right? And you, we do not keep girls that don't, add value to our lives. There's girls out there that will absolutely add value to your life. You just need to be a little bit more of a picky person and be, you really need to have the attitude going into dating of what's in it for me. Okay. And that, that actually it will make for a more healthy relationship, right? Having that enlightened self-interest. Um, it's like, uh, 
the analogy is used in the space a lot of, of when you're flying on an airplane. You're flying on an airplane and uh, the, the, the stewardess says you got to put your oxygen mask on first before you help other people. The same thing goes in, in all areas of your life. You have to look at it. What's in it for me first? Because if you don't, don't do what's best for you, you can't possibly help anybody else. You know what I mean? If you, if you can't put that ma the oxygen mask on and you pass out, you can't possibly help someone else put an oxygen mask on, right? Same thing goes in all this stuff. You have to look into it, at, look at it like, what's in it for me? And then move from there and then make good decisions from there, right? Um, you got to look at everything that comes at you. Like, does this align with your goals, interests, values, or belief? If the answer is yes, cool, cool. If the answer is no, who gives a shit? Right? Who gives a shit? It doesn't affect you. All right. Um, in the uh, Ryan in, in his book quotes uh, a guy called the, the the ultimate cad. Right. Anything outside your frame is amusing, intriguing, or funny. Right. It's a good way to look at it. Okay. A lot of people think about this. Right. Let's see. Do I have? Uh, do I have it on here? Let's see here. Yep, I do have it on here. So we'll. we'll We'll get to that here, right? So Ryan says it very well, right? Ryan says it very well in here. He says, uh, frame isn't something you have. Frame is who you are, right? A frame isn't something you do. Frame isn't something you have. Frame is who you are. So let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys. Who the fuck are you? Who are you? Have you ever thought about it? Have you ever thought about it? Have you ever thought about what your values are? Have you ever thought about what do you really want out of life? All right. Now I like to look at frame as your worldview, right? So and I think all these things sort of go go into this, right? But I always like to look at frame as like if this is your worldview, right? <clears throat> um this could by embody everything that we talked about, but sometimes people like might dis disagree with your worldview, right? Maybe, maybe you are a, maybe you're a Christian, right? And, uh, you know, a Muslim might disagree with, with your worldview on Christianity. Okay. Now, if they say, oh, that this part in the Bible is not accurate and you truly believe it is like, what, how do you react to that? <laughs> do you react like mad? Like, no, da, 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 you're wrong and stuff. Right. Or, you just so, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting that you think that, right? Maybe you're a MGTOW guy. So I get I get this a lot. This is pretty easy. It's so easy to trigger MGTOW guys. It's so, because they have no fucking frame, which is part of the reason why they're still MGTOW, right? But maybe you're a MGTOW guy and someone like me comes along and challenges it, says you're a fucking quitter. You're a fucking quitter, right? Now, how you react decides whose frame you're operating in, okay? If I say you're a fucking quitter and you just sort of chuckle and, be, and don't care what I say and go about your life, well, you're still operating in your frame. Now, if you start laying into me and yelling at me about being on the plantation, the da-da-da-da-da, you're now operating in my frame. You see what I'm saying? I was able to get to you and trigger you by saying that. You're, you're now operating in my frame. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Same thing goes for stupid political arguments online. Ooh, this is a this is a good one. This is a good one, especially we're going into political politics season here. If I were to say Trump is great, or if I were to say Biden is great, right? One of those will trigger somebody, right? The first time I said Trump is great, someone immediately in the comments was about to fucking lay into me right there, right? Oh, he's a fucking criminal, right? <laughs> he should have been impeached. Da, 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 da. Or when I said Biden's great, people would be like, oh, that, that fucking Biden, he's he's incompetent. He's incompetent. He he could barely make a speech, right? Now, will you how you react to that really determines whose frame you're operating in, right? So if if I say that and you you just find it amusing, intriguing, or funny, well, then you're operating in your frame. You don't care what I say. It doesn't affect your worldview. Doesn't affect. It doesn't impact how you're going to vote, right? You're still going to vote however you're going to vote. You don't care. 
it's just Paul's opinion. Who cares? Right. Then you're operating in your frame. That's where you want to be. That's really where you want to be. Okay. Now, if you get mad and you want to lay into me for being a, a Trump supporter or, or a Biden supporter or whatever, well, now you're operating in my frame. <laughs> now you're operating in my frame. Okay. So think about it like that. That's a good way of thinking about it. And you got to deal with this too. Like when you're, women will test you, right? This is a part of like what shit testing's about. If she like playfully teases you and you fucking lose your shit at her, well, now you're operating in her frame and that's highly unattractive to women. They, they want to operate in your frame. They don't want you to operate in their frame and they're, they're going to test you. Right. So learning, learning ways to handle shit tests is a part of your intellectual frame and being able to master your emotions, not react to her shit tests emotionally, but logically because you've seen it before. Right. Is how you is how you're going to pass those shit tests and have her stop shit testing you, because the more you pass shit tests, the less they'll test you. The more they'll relax in their feminine, but they got to know that you're the strong masculine man that they think that you are. This is like hardwired into them, right? This is a part of their evolutionary DNA. They want to make sure that like you're the, the right sexual match for them. Okay. You, and so they'll test you and how you react to that determines whose frame you're operating in. Okay. All right, guys, short episode today. Pretty, pretty clear, pretty, uh, pretty easy to follow, right? The tetrahedron of frame. It's uh, think of it like a pyramid, right? You've got to work on all areas of those uh, of that, right? Your intellectual, emotional, physical, and that all leads up to your vision. If anything is weak in those areas, you are going to crumble. You're going to crumble under pressure. And I think the hardest ones for most guys is the emotional and the intellectual, especially like blue pill guys, because they just they just don't know, right? You don't know what you don't know. You don't know about shit tests. You just think women are being bitches, right? All oh, these modern women, they're all acting like that. No, they all do it, right? They all do it. They've always done it. They've done it throughout time. We just aren't we just aren't teaching guys how to be masculine anymore, how to handle that stuff anymore. Right? It's like a revival. <laughs> like we're trying to teach guys this again. It's like reinventing the wheel. But once guys get it, like you see it in, in, in some of the men's groups I'm in, right? The, the, the 3% brotherhood, you see the guys who, who get it and you see how they, they, they move through their relationships. And it's like, it's a beautiful thing to watch. You also see guys who they think they've got it right. They've got the intellectual stuff down, but they haven't mastered the emotional stuff or, you know, they might be jacked or whatever, but they haven't mastered the emotional stuff. That's why I say the emotional pillar is probably the hardest thing for guys to understand. Right. Because that's where you fall back on your old programming the most, right? And that's where guys tend to fail the most. It's so important to work on that one. It's, you know, I mean, you got to work on all of them, but that one is probably the hardest one for guys to get. It really is. It really is. And, and, and it's, it's a constant struggle because we are emotional beings, all of us, right? <laughs> We're all emotional beings, whether we like it or not. And, but once you realize that and you understand like you could take a step back and look at it from hindsight, that's why like understanding like stoicism and stuff is so important, you know, cause it really teaches you to keep a handle on that. That's why I, uh, I'm a big law of attraction guy because that really teaches you to be aware of your thoughts and stuff too. Right. That's why I have my course on it. Speaking of which I'd never played a commercial for my, for my course. Let me play a commercial for that. And then we'll, we'll wrap up here. Are you struggling to find a good quality woman? They are very rare indeed these days. If you spend any time at all watching content in the men's podcast space, or you spend time on dating apps or going out to clubs, you're seeing low quality promiscuous women. You're finding women with daddy issues and personality disorders or a myriad of other red flags and you are frustrated. I get it brother, but what if I were to tell you that the reason why you're only seeing these types of women is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life and you have trained your mind to focus on the type of women that you don't want. So those are the types of women that keep showing up for you again and again. Let's change that mindset today. If you're a guy looking to attract high quality, submissive women into your life, then I've got the perfect solution for you. And let me tell you, brother, 
It's all about mindset. That's right, you've got to reprogram your thinking to focus on the type of women you do want. That's where my Practical Law of Attraction course comes in. It's packed with proven psychology-based techniques that will help you manifest your dream woman. Trust me, you won't find this stuff anywhere else. Explained in such a simple, easy to use way. And let me tell you, when you start using these methods, you'll be amazed at how quickly things start changing for you. Picture this, you're out on the town, feeling confident and magnetic. All the women are drawn to you like moth to a flame. And best of all, you're attracting the type of women that are submissive and high quality. It's not that they weren't there before, that you weren't aware of them before. My course will teach you how to be more hyper aware of the kind of women that you actually want. It will teach you to believe that you're the most attractive man around. And when you believe it, you'll carry yourself that way. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for my course today. Visit loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. Start living the life you've always dreamed of. Don't miss out on this opportunity to up your game and find the woman of your dreams. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So what are you waiting for? Act now. Act now, guys. All right, that's pretty much all I have on frame. Uh, it's a pretty simple concept. If you guys really want to go in depth on this, definitely check out my boy's book. He's almost done with his third book on, on Dread Game. I'm look, really looking forward to that. It should be out by Christmas time. Um, tune in Friday, guys. We'll be talking about Danny Masterson, Russell Brand, in the Me Too movement, I see a lot of guys already pointing at those cases as why well, why we shouldn't even talk to women anymore. I can't trust women. Can't go out dating anymore. It's like, wow. I don't think you guys are gonna like my take on it. I don't think you, especially you guys that really just want to use that as an excuse to not talk to women. You're not gonna like my take on on Russell Brand and the Danny Masterson situation. So, tune into that Friday, guys, if you want to have your your emotional and intellectual uh, pillars challenged. <laughs> All right, guys, if you guys haven't done so already, man, you guys are really quiet in the comments today. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed, guys. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. For you guys that did sound off in the live chat today, thank you. If you guys are watching the replay, drop a comment below. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Guys, it's not too late to send a super chat. Um, Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'll send you some uh, free stickers. And you guys will get a PDF with 20 dating app openers that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course. The links are in the description for that. Get on the beer club. The next meetup is next week on Thursday. And then coaching is available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. Thank you, everybody. We will see you guys on Friday. This has been the Come On Man Podcast. Now, go out and get it.